0: me again, Tisha, from uh, the Frisco East Campus. I'm back with my friend, J.D. Tomlin, today. Uh, we were able to talk last session. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. We're talking about dating and talking to your kids about dating in the next four sessions. Um, if you are watching on YouTube today, you are probably getting a black screen. That's because we did not video record, only audio record, uh, this uh, dating series, but... Um, You can still listen, even if you're on YouTube. So just hit play and listen to uh, some of the wisdom that my friend JD is bringing. Uh, If you were with us last time, you heard um, JD and his introduction. He's got four young adult adult kids. And so he's navigated the teenage dating world just a little bit. And so this session... We are talking about expectations and standards of dating. So, J.D., welcome again.
1: Thanks, Tisha. I've always been told to have a face for radio, so I get it, not doing a video today. I'm cool with that. No
0: video, no video, just audio. But you know what? The content's still going to be great. Absolutely. So, we're so excited. So, J.D., I'd love uh, to ask you, what are some expectations that you and your family had when it came to your kids' dating?
1: You know, great question for us. Again, I'm going to speak only for perspective of Heather and J.D. Tomlin. Yeah. If she were here today, she would have much more wisdom than I have in this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of the expectations has—we've we, been we're in a family that I believe in chivalry. I think chivalry is yeah. not dead. Yeah. Uh, for our son, I think that means not just respect or opening the door yeah. for someone else or being uh, a gentleman and what that looks like, but for our daughters especially— What does it mean to be treated with respect and honor? And Interestingly enough, our oldest daughter, Brittany, having this conversation recently with the kids, she said, you know, Dad, I think you and Mom treated each one of us differently and respected us as our own person. Oh, that's good. And that we felt supported, encouraged, loved, and cherished. And so when she was at the place when she met her now husband in college and they started dating, she said that respect and loyalty... Were the primary attributes that she looked for in a future wow, spouse, and I think that even awesome. goes back to teenage dating years. Absolutely. If someone doesn't respect you yeah. and is not kind to you, and and, and is not um, respectful yeah. of your boundaries Absolutely. and what your expectations are, then uh, those are uh, those are issues that need to be discussed with your kids.
0: Absolutely, you
1: know, one of the uh, recent. Uh, post that I made on my Facebook page, if you want to follow that, J.D. Tomlin is my page. One parent in this topic quoted something that I thought was really good. She said, get honest with people about who you are, what you want, And how you expect to be treated? Standards only scare off people not meant for you. And I think the expectations that we, Heather and I, have with our kids are simply that: know who you are, know whose you are. That's good. And not when I say whose you are, I don't mean just Heather's and J.D.'s kids. (laughs) Uh, Our family comes from a perspective of Heather and I got a lot of insight and wisdom from. Uh, the Bible, yeah, from other uh, people that have mentored us along uh, the years of our marriage. But this conversation is just for parents of teens. Yeah, whether you're a parent that happens to be a follower of Christ or not, yeah. it doesn't matter. We, if you get in the in a river, uh, the rapids are the same. Yeah, you, you grab an oar and you row. Yeah, and so as parents of teens we're in this river navigating some rapids and some of those rapids are still and calm. And then the next moment, they can be tumultuous. They can (laughs) be class five or class six.
0: (laughs) You're just hanging on for dear life. And that can all
1: happen in the same minute.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: And so I know having been a parent of teen and having worked with teens for many years as well, the, the just helping kids navigate this topic, I think, is real different than yeah. even how I grew up, to yeah. be honest, Tisha. So, I, I you know, uh, I, I like to jokingly say I grew up in before World War One, but uh, <laughs> you know, even in the 80s like and the it, 90s, when, so. when I was a kid, college kid, it was just a very different world even than it is today. I think expectations and temptations. Uh, social media and the pressure that that puts on kids, putting their relationship on display and for the world to see. I think those can be really toxic. I think we've got to communicate with our kids of just having some boundaries Having a healthy conversation with the other gender, yeah. uh, whoever they're dating, that you have, you build a relationship with them. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a moment because yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. And, uh, and so Heather and I are on the same page in this topic. And we talk about it with our kids when they were young, when they were teenagers, even yeah. now as adults. And, uh, communication has been key in our family, I think, for helping our kids have a healthy respect for, uh, for dating.
0: Yeah. So, when you think about how you communicated these expectations to your kids, I know in our last episode, you talked a lot about your home was always open, your kids were never scared to maybe bring up subjects with you that might be more difficult for teenagers to talk to their kids about, um— And so uh, around the dinner table, I know you mentioned that. These were the times that you kind of communicated some of these expectations with your kids just through open dialogue. Did you have specific one-on-one conversations with them when you talked about these expectations? Like when you talked about them, like, What environment kind of Mm -hmm. was it in?
1: Absolutely. You know, we've always been involved in whatever our kids enjoy doing. And so whether it might have been coaching a particular sport of theirs or traveling or wherever and whenever, Heather and I, one-on-one with our kids, were always very intentional. Uh, I I never was the the dad that would say, well, let's wait until we get home and mom can talk to you about that. I mean, I've just been willing and able to handle and tackle uncomfortable conversations yeah. with my daughters.
0: That's my good. wife
1: would do so with our son, yeah. and then As we parents, would all do so we together. we have to
0: learn how to do that, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We've got to yeah. lean into discomfort. I mean, yeah. if you're a parent of a teen, you will face discomfort 100%. if you haven't yet.
0: 100%. Get
1: ready, lean it's
0: in. like, oh, okay, oh. well, here we go. We're diving in.
1: And I'll tell you, one, uh, one author that's been really instrumental for Heather and I for years in not just having a healthy marriage and a healthy home life and healthy relationship with our kids is a, is a, is an author named Brene Brown. Okay. And, yeah. and she, she's just all about leaning into what's hard and mm-hmm. what's uncomfortable, being vulnerable. Being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And and I think raising teens is vulnerable in and of 100%, itself, but yeah. you, you, you got to lean in yeah. and you got to be available and you got to so be intentional.
0: Good. Yeah. When you, obviously dating comes with a level of Physical, uh, oftentimes when you communicated with your kids about physical boundaries, like what kind of maybe Mm. communications did you have with them about maintaining certain physical boundaries or, um, not crossing certain lines, um, I think parents are curious about that for their own teenagers and probably would love someone to speak into that a little bit.
1: I love that. Our kids wanted to know and and do know mm-hmm. everything about Heather's and my life before we married. Yeah. What that looked like, what kind of relationships I had, what she had. And so they not only know where we came from. Yeah. But also how we uh, live. They yeah. watch our marriage. Uh, we're, we're we have healthy affection for one another. So I think our kids, when they were growing up, it's not too late, parent, wherever you are, whether yeah. you're married or divorced, single, never married. It doesn't matter the relationships that you have as an adult and the affection that you share with another person is important for your kid and what they're seeing. Yeah. And our kids have always seen that. They've heard it. And they've been told, guys, there there's there, there certain boundaries that just have to be in place, even when you're married. 100%. I mean, that sounds weird. Yeah. But... Heather's just because Heather and I are married, does not give me the right to do to her anything I want to do right. whenever I want to do it. Absolutely. I still respect and cherish her just yeah. like I did when we dated 29 years ago. Yeah. And our kids need to hear and understand that uh, th- this, um, I know it sounds really conservative, yeah. and I know I sound like somebody from 20, 30, 40 decades ago. <laughs> but I do think that even in today's society, our kids still need some certain standards and boundaries to yeah. be discussed.
0: Absolutely.
1: And to be um, open about And when it comes to um, certain certain respect levels with yeah. who you're dating. And and so whether it's holding hands, yeah. whether it's kissing, whatever that is, it, it needs to be certainly, I think, addressed from would it be something that you would be comfortable doing in front of the other person's parents?
0: Yeah. Now, yeah.
1: That, that being said, I'm sure— That opens
0: a whole lot of doors. I'm sure yeah. I just
1: lost a few of you <laughs> right there.
0: Yeah. But,
1: you know, I mean, our kids, when they would have a boyfriend or girlfriend or a date over, we would have fun. We would yeah. have a game night. The kids would watch a movie. We would leave them alone at yeah. times. And there's a word called trust yeah. that I've always had with our kids. Yeah. And if they— passed or violated some type of trust, yep. you know what, we, we forgave, yep. we discussed, we embraced, mm-hmm. and we worked through it. That's good. That, that's always been key for yeah. our family as a trust and, uh, and trusting that the decisions that they're making are good and healthy ones that we've emulated yeah. in our own home.
0: Yeah. And I think what you said too just a minute ago is no matter where you are in the journey, even if you haven't talked to your kids about this yet, it's never too late. Right. It's never too late to have open discussion and dialogue with your kids about things that are important. And honestly, relationships are going to be one of the most important things that they ever have. Not just dating relationships, but any kind of relationship. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a part of human beings, a part of human life. Uh, one thing, that I know working with teenagers um, is that uh, your kids are asking questions. They are talking to people. And if they're not talking to you about this kind of stuff, they are talking to someone else. And so, um, man, make... Do what you can to make your home, let your home be a place of trust where your kids feel comfortable talking to you about anything that they have going on because they know that you love them and that you are going to uh, uh, share wisdom with them in a non-condemning, judgmental kind of way. It just opens all kinds of trust doors between you and your students. So uh, awesome, JD. Thanks so much Mm -hmm. for being with us again. Uh, We will be back next week uh, for session three of our dating series. Can't wait to have you back again. Parents, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. We'll see you next week.